0: Blazer Nation's nightmare is finally over. Gary Payton 2 is back after five months of rehabilitation from a core muscle surgery procedure done in July. He played 13 minutes Monday night, seven points, a couple of Payton-like defensive plays against Detroit, and a blowout victory. He also had a very nice alley-oop pass to Shaden Sharp for a dunk. But more importantly, I and my fellow reporters no longer have to hound Chauncey Billups about when Peyton is going to return because he finally has. It was obvious that Peyton Peyton, uh, excited the crowd last night. They gave him a standing standing ovation when he entered the game. So we're going to talk about that and a lot more here on the Blazer Focus Podcast. I'm Aaron Fentress. I cover the Blazers for the Oregonian and Oregon Live. And I am joined by Craig Burnback, who I have not seen since uh, we talked about Hanukkah and Christmas a few weeks ago, yeah. so happy, happy New Year, year big guy. Happy yeah. New Year! How are you doing? How was your? Uh, you didn't really have a break because you have one of those jobs like me where you got I to did work during a school, which is bogus. But
1: how was it? I yeah, you know, I got last week off. No, it was you know, good. Oh, you did you know, okay, got good. The, good. I uh, you know hung with the uh, hung a lot with the five year old. Didn't go anywhere. You know, went to the arcade with a five year old. That's fun. Bowling for the first time. Mm. Uh, I beat him he you beat, beat him he you did you? i beat him i it, took him down yeah
0: you seem like the type of dad who would not give your five-year-old bumpers either huh
1: you're like no you gotta learn you gotta learn the hard way son <laughs> but daddy i can't uh, do no, it. I'm, I'm i'm soft man because i'm such an old dad for having a young kid i am so soft it's terrible my wife my wife is the tough one I'm, she's like i don't know man you you and your your friends talk about what you were like you know growing up in jersey like just using your face as a you know, as a punching bag all the time. And this kid falls and I'm like, oh, my God, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm soft. But, uh, no, it was Please. a fun break and, you, you know, you you, uh, you you got to be home for the holidays? Uh, yeah, the Blazers um,
0: went on a short trip. That I, Wait, did they go on a short trip? No, they did not, but they were home and they had a bunch of days off. That's what it was. So I had some time off to kind of chill a little bit. Anyway, cool. we have a lot to talk about. Peyton's impact, yeah. how important January will be. We've talked about January and how important that is before, and we're going to talk about that again. And let's start with just what we saw from Peyton last night. Was were that Peyton impressed? Manning?
1: Cause, cause, cause it, it, like, <laughs> <laughs> it felt like Peyton Manning was returning. I was like, whoa, like this guy. <laughs> I love Gary Peyton II, but holy cow, people. Like, slow your roll here. This guy <laughs> was... You know, number like the ninth guy off the bench for a championship team. He played minutes, but was he ninth? Wow, God, I'm just saying, like yeah, you know, some, something like the, that. You count the Warriors and list one through. Is where is he gonna? Where would he have landed on uh, impactful players on that team? He carried uh, that but, team. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him now.
0: Look at him now. They're barely 500 without Adam. They're barely 500 without him. Just saying.
1: Right. There's nobody else hurt. It's just him. It's just him. Who, who needs that stuff, hey, Curry? Hey, the Blazers, uh, the,
0: the Blazers are undefeated with him, and the Warriors are barely They're, 500 without. That's
1: all I'm saying. Th- do a, with that that's what you correct, will. That's a correct fact. And <laughs> I thought yesterday's debut was everything you want uh, from GP2. Uh, and I think they played um, the, uh, a really bad team like it was a perfect team like you can't lose to that team uh, a really bad team without in, its best player oh it's just it's oh, best, with two of, lost two the best, best
0: yeah. go ahead sorry
1: um just um yeah but he those are the things right he came in energy he knocked down a three which you know he's turned into a decent three-point shooter even though you don't want him you know shooting too many uh and then you know getting on the floor. What the alley oop was beautiful. I mean, that was right. just beautiful. And you love seeing that. But uh, yeah, let's let's see where he rotates in. Um, but I I I know you love when I remind people that you were right about stuff. Uh in the beginning of the year, you made it very clear that the Blazers were gonna be a top 10 offense. And they've been a bottom tier defense, and if they could get their to if they could get their defense to mediocrity, they would be, you know, a top six possibility. They are like the they're they're ranked like ninth in offense, and they are not ranked in mediocrity right now in defense. So that's why you have GP two, and so that's let's see what he can do. Uh, he is the guy that you put in, and he can guard usually four out of the five guys on the court. Um, so I'm interested to see how uh, that works out, um, and it felt like a, it felt like an accusation, like a trade, like they picked up a piece in a trade almost. Right. And I get why the fans are kind of excited because they came into last night's game at 18 and 17. They're kind of where at this point you're over that nine and three start. You don't believe mm-hmm. in it. You were just coming off an awful loss at Golden State. Just awful. So you want something that could change, you know, your trajectory trajectory. And that's what you got. You got GB2, right? So that go crazy. Uh, but yeah, I, I just think that people are putting a lot of, you know, they're putting a lot on GP2 to change the trajectory of this team, right?
0: He played 17 minutes a game last year with, with Golden State, but they were in very impactful minutes. And I yes. think the thing about this team, as we all know, is that the backcourt defense is not very good with Dame and uh, Anfernee. And just to illustrate that, uh, Simons' defensive rating this year is 117. Uh, Dame's is 116. Last year they were 120 and 121, respectively, Was Gary Payton – was 103 last season and 95 the year before that in his first year with Golden State. So you're adding a guy that you could, when he, when one of those two guards come out, and we'll talk about how they're going to juggle that, you're putting in a guy in Gary who's going to be extremely disruptive on the opposing team's best score. And that's what Chauncey talked about yesterday about how he, they can just say, hey, this guy's hot. Gary, go get him. <laughs> <You know? laughs> get that guy right there, and Gary will go hound that guy and probably bring his overall efficiency down a tad. Which, of course, you know what we're talking about here in games like this. If we're talking about five, six, seven point swings either way, that can be the difference between winning or losing. And Gary Payton is sort of like you know that 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 guy who's going to come in and give you that little bit of a swing just with his defense and he can play offense and you hope that his energy is going to impact the rest of the team and be infectious. And maybe like Chauncey said last night, when the guy's playing that hard and you don't match it, it makes you look bad. And so they're hoping he's going to have an influence on the rest of the team as well. So yeah, it's not, you know, it's not when they traded for Pippen. It's not when they, uh, who who was a big uh, trade deadline acquisition they had a good trade deadline acquisition that sparked enthusiasm well, i can't even remember uh but i mean it's it's a huge get because of what they lack he fits what they lack um so i you know i think he's definitely going to make a difference
1: yeah so the one thing i'll say is i i don't i don't think that the blazers have lacked effort you know or um especially as a team right like i i don't but him and jason hart you know him and Hart on the court. Josh Hart. That Josh Hart. Jason's not as good. Um, <laughs> that those are two guys that will you to stuff, right? Right. And um, and that can't hurt. You know, but skill wins. Um, and I hope. You know, I hope I hope he ends up playing. You know, twenty minutes a game and changes things. He's not going to find 20 minutes. It's gonna. It's hard to find 20 minutes a game playing in the backcourt. So he's going to have to be playing three and four. Because well, there's, both,
0: there's, autom- there's automatically 20. If they, if they play Ant and Dame 35 each,
1: that leaves you with 26. Well, the, if he's the only guy you put in. Right. right? I'm saying there's like, 26 available. Yeah. And he can also play some three. He can also play some three. He's going to have to play some three is basically right. what I'm saying. Because right. you're not. You're not sitting those, And those guys play 39 minutes, you know. But but, you know, but that's not a necessity. That's, that matter. That's,
0: that's, that, well, that's not what they want, though. That's, how, that's not a necessity a lot of times.
1: I agree. But Damian Lillard's played those minutes his entire career, and we've been trying to find ways and other players to come in and take those <laughs> minutes for him. And that hasn't happened, right? So I'm not about to sit here and, you know, be the, the 27th person to say, well, if they could get, you know, Damian Lillard's right. minutes fact, down to 35. Fact,
0: fa- that's another. I'm going to have two factor in now. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> you know, it just all stars play in this league for you to win. That's just how it works. Like you don't sit the time you're play your all stars aren't playing is when you're winning by a lot or losing by a lot. When the game's on the line or if it's a close game, you don't take Damian Lillard out. He plays entire fourth well, quarters course, when it's matters. Of course, but that doesn't
0: mean you can't lessen his minutes along the way to that do those moments. I'm Okay, he's averaging 35. Anthony's averaging 36. I think if those stay there, right, you still have 20 minutes there available. of course, Sharp's going to play some too. Hart's going to play some too. And then you have available minutes at 30. I think he definitely plays more than 20 per game because they have to have what he brings to the table, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I hope it's impactful, right? I hope it matters, and I hope it doesn't – I hope it works with the offense um, because offensively, he's never been asked to do much. You know, he was the fit, you know, on the Warriors, Draymond Green might, you know, he's kind of a weird option. He doesn't score, but he's got the ball in his hands all the time. You know, he was the guy that all his points were bonus points. Um, and on the Blazers team, that could happen too, right? Um, I'm excited for him to play. I just think that I I was not in love with the signing. I thought it was a lot of money, even though you don't think it was a lot of money. There's I like the change. Signing.
0: What was it, $8 million a year? That's pocket change. What are you talking about? I mean, for him it wasn't, you know, because he was making see, nothing
1: last around year. the NBA,
0: though. like If you're making less than
1: 15 you know, you're barely really getting, really getting by. You're barely getting by. I'm very <laughs> curious to see what GP – I love GP, too. You know what I mean? I love his story, uh, he, his energy, everything. So I don't want to say anything negative. I hope it really makes a difference. I'm just not sitting here convinced that says, okay – now, now you're all right. And, um, but he's definitely a piece and I want him to stay healthy. Weird after the game, he still said he's not, he's not there. Right, Aaron? He said that. Well, okay. That's, that yeah, that's, the, next,
0: that's the next thing is like, um, I asked Chauncey, how long is it going to take for him to get to, you know, f- up to full speed where he can play 20, 25, 25 minutes a night. And, and Chauncey said, there's no timetable for that. Um, he's on a minutes restriction. He played 13. Uh, Peyton alluded to the number twelve later, saying, "You know that if if they're in a tough game, he's already told them if you need me, I can give you more than twelve. Forget the twelve. So so it sounds like he's on a twelve minutes um, twelve minute plan right now. Um, and he said he's as good as he's going to be the rest of the season. So he's got to thug it out, which says he's not quite where necessarily he wants to be. But the whole and then they, the, also they were all waiting to see how he would feel today. You know, after playing thirteen minutes in an NBA game, how would his body react? Uh, so yeah, so it sounds like that there's still some lingering issues that are going to be there, but he's, he's reached a point where he's going to, you know, fight through it and play. And that's good because they need him and you can't wait. I mean, you can't just wait all season for perfection, right. To be a hundred, hundred percent. Sometimes you got to get out there 85, 90 and then just do what you can do. So, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, the scary thing is what if it becomes bad and he, you know, can barely walk after games (laughs) because of his core. And then all of a sudden he's out another month. You know, that's that's the next thing that you have to worry about.
1: And what does that mean? Because he had the surgery, right? Well, none of us are doctors here. Um, but it's weird. It's still weird. Like, you don't have to ask the question, is he going to come back? But you still want to – everyone wants to ask the question like, so what's up? <laughs> you know, like, why, what happened here? Like, this, this surgery was supposed to be, re- you know, re- you're supposed to recover for the surgery in time for game one. And here we are in game – you know, 36 or whatever it is. And you're, you're saying you're as good as you're going to get when the timetable was for you to be good to go, you know, basically two months ago. So, um, he mentioned that he's had like, what do he say? Five surgeries in six years. So right. that's not. You don't want to hear that. Don't add that. Like don't don't sprinkle that in. Right. Um, you know like what are you what are you alluding to, sir? Something else hurt you? Like why why your core and you can't, you know, the surgery, you know, Dame had the same, you know, we don't know if it's the same surgery, but you know, similar and he's he's been feeling great. So, um there are some worries there, but And Nasir too yeah, I'm had excited. the same
0: thing. Nasir had the same thing and, and he he came back quicker.
1: Right. So, yeah. there's something again right. Don't want to speculate. Don't know. Never thought that it was, you know, the thing where they never wanted him to play and they were just going to trade him. Um, I love that conspiracy theory. But um, <laughs> hey, it was good <laughs> to you know it was good to see him. It was good to see him out there. Um, he is an NBA basketball player with a skill, an elite skill of being able to play, you know, defense against top players in this league. And the Blazers, you know, they're getting there. You know, what's interesting is Grant, similar, right? Like he's not just, a, he's more, he's everything right now, but they've got some defensive players. So the defense should be better. So like at some point I'm going to be like, so why isn't it better? Right? Like at some point you're like, <laughs> okay, you, you've got, if you've got Hart, Grant, um, Nurkic, and Peyton on the court, you should be a good defensive team based on the fact that we would name those as four good NBA defenders, Right.
0: Right. Did so you mention should... Justice? Did you mention Justice? I
1: didn't even mention Justice because right. I Injustice. don't think you could have all five of them on the court. Right. Because then they Damon, would never score. Right. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> but, what if you need, but what if you need a defense? Okay, you what, if it's late, what, if, what if it's late in the game? <laughs> you need to have a stop. Yeah, okay. There You, you get go. Damon, there. You would get If I were playing NBA 2K, I'd get Damon and Ann out of there and put Hart and Payton at the guard with Winslow, <laughs> Nasir, and Grant. Well, I guess you got have Nurkic, though. So...
1: Grant Winslow, and yeah, Nurkic. you got to have Nurkic. And right yeah. now, obviously, Nasir's not playing. but I'm just saying, like, if they played significant minutes and you throw and you put like those four, you know, Grant, Grant, Peyton, uh, Nurkic, Hart, and and Lillard, or you know, it's going to be a short period it of time, would top, never that come team, out,
0: yeah. So Lillard, right. Lillard, so
1: yeah. that team, and you're not gonna Simon's gonna be in there too. I'm talking about in the middle of the game or whenever oh, you're okay. rotating, that defense should should work. You shouldn't no, give I, up 120 points in a game, you know, sure. t- to these teams. Um I, I do think Ant would come wrong. out. I do think Ant would come out in the final minute on a key possession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just talking about rotation no, rotating I got you. three. I got you. You shouldn't give up 133 points, you know, to to the Timberwolves, right? The Spurs shouldn't, you know. Like I'm just saying, like, and they haven't. I'm just making something, right, up there, know, but I'm just saying, like, um, you know, for instance, you you shouldn't, you should be able to. You wouldn't give up 128 to the Lakers, which they right. did do. So well, the bottom
0: uh, the bottom line is getting him back, and when Winslow, when, excuse me, when Winslow and Nasir Little return, which I think. Winslow could be at any moment because he was off his crutches last night when he left that's the amazing. Uh, arena. Walked out of the locker room at least. And then uh, Nasir, I think he was six weeks. So I think that's two more weeks to go on that or three. Anyway, when, when they get all those pieces back, assuming that they do, I mean, when those two come back, two other guys get injured. But, you know, the vision of what they had of having all these different pieces who are all versatile and some have different strengths and different weaknesses and you can, you know, Max what you want to do with those, those guys gives Chauncey, All of the tools that he was hoping to have to manipulate his defense and and attack other teams. And Peyton is a huge part of that because of how disruptive he can be. So it's going to be interesting to see if if from this point on, we're going to track it. What's their defensive rating, right? From today on. And after one game, it it was really good, but it was Detroit. (laughs) It best be better. It best be better. And one other Um, thing, one other thing we haven't mentioned. Mentioned He played 13 minutes, seven points, made a couple of nice defensive plays. We mentioned the assist to Sharp, but he had four assists in those 13 minutes. And Chauncey talked about that too, about him being another playmaker type guy. I mean, he's a smaller guy who played a lot of point guard at Oregon State. So um, he gives you, you know, that dimension as well in terms of being a smart distributor, which you you never have too many of those.
1: Yeah, and right now their only guy that averages more than five assists a game is is Lillard. You know, so – and he's at seven, which is not for him, is you know, eh. Um, so definitely they for the ball movement that Chauncey wants, they're not they're not showing it. But uh, let's let's move on to to something very positive. And I'm gonna I, I I'm gonna ask you to move this subject. Is Jeremy Grant an all-star right now? Man,
0: if the Blazers can get into the top six. Um, I think he could be selected. He's not going to be voted in, obviously. But no, no. he's averaging 20-plus. If you're averaging 20-plus on a high-end team, and you're the number two, the number two choice on that team, because I don't think Ant would be the choice. I think Grant would be. I think, yeah. He the dude's be, shooting yeah. 45% on oh. threes, which is eighth in the NBA, but first amongst players who have taken 200 or more. Uh, He's automatic. He's just automatic and he's shooting them either wide open or in transition or sometimes the guy flying his face like he's making and he's shooting from from all over the place. Uh, And then his his length on defense and his finishing. There's so many times he finishes and I'm like, Covington wouldn't have done that. Covington wouldn't have done that. Like the. The. The move off of Covington, because that was the one thing that tripped me out about Covington. As athletic as that guy was, when he got near the rim, it was like a coin toss if <laughs> he was to get it in the basket, almost yeah. almost like Nurkish sometimes. Uh, but this guy Not just like finishes and like he'll go over you or he'll pump fake guys oh, and he ducks, and dunk it and he, and he ducks, comes out of baseline and he, and, and he dunks with just ferocity, right? He's just, ah! <laughs> he's just like, whoa. Uh, it's yeah. just so amazing. And just anyone who really saw months ago that he would just be the perfect fit and wrote 1,500 words on that, it's just a genius. I mean, he should be a GM in the NBA right now, but uh, no, he's he's living he's living up to all my ex expectations and then some. And he's such a good guy. God, I just love him already. Uh, he dresses he dresses fabulously. I'm actually gonna do a story on his on his uh, wardrobe at some point. I, I, I talked to him about it a little bit already, but his dude, that guy's fashion sense is. I would never try and pull it off, but he pulls it off. Uh, but anyway, just a great addition to this team. And yeah, I think I think they have to get in the top six though. I think if you're like ninth, I think it'll be easy for them to find. Backup all star guys off of better, you know, better teams. But if they're in a top six come all star uh, decision making time, I think he gets in.
1: Yeah, I don't think he gets in just because the league is so good and scoring is, is. there's so many scores. I mean, last night, you had three guys go over like 50 when Dude, he, had, what was so that he was on last six? night. You know, what like, the heck? What's going he was 30- on. I don't, I'm just saying, like he, Grant at 36 could have gotten 40 if they, you know, if the if the Pistons didn't really really suck and right. had, you know they couldn't <laughs> keep him in, right? Like he couldn't do it. Uh, and meanwhile, like Clay Clay dropped 54, you know, like and, and 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 Spider dropped 71. But like I was like, well, yeah, he he should get in. And I'm like, oh well, Clay doesn't suck, does he? He just he threw 54 in and Clay might might get in. Um, uh, he, he needs about, like,
0: he needs about 10 more of those to get in. But go ahead.
1: I'm just saying, like, there's just so much scoring isn't the end-all, be-all, um, and his other numbers. His three-point shooting is ridiculous, and and people just don't on on teams that are right, you know, or below six, you don't get credit for the intangibles as much, right? You know, like Draymond when right. the Warriors are rank one, he's a starter on the All-Star team and he can't average ten. But uh, I really said that in an underhanded way to make you talk up Grant, so it's clear that. Um, you think Grant is better than Simons right now for the All Star team? That was just my my sneaky way of uh, of making you not be able to to do that. How uh, dare but- you
0: manipulate and <laughs> trick me into something like that, into marginalizing uh, the great Anthony Simons, the third best player in NBA history? No, um, no, I just I just think that where Ant is in terms of his development as, a, as as a defender, like for me, defense matters. Look at look at Wiggins. You mentioned the Warriors. Wiggins averaged 17 points per game last year. It was an all-star because of the team success and his impact yep. on defense. Yep. So that's sort of how I see Grant. With Grant, that that defensive impact along with the twenty-two and the ridiculous three-point shooting. And if his team is in the top six, I think you kind of have to to pick the second guy because I think Dane gets in regardless, uh, and he would have a chance to be that second
1: guy off that team. Um, I'm just gonna say this: and it's not there when yet. I rank it. The, what Damian Lillard's the best player on the team, but Grant's the second best player on the team, and it's not right now. It's not close. I mean. Grant I wouldn't say it's not. Simons close. Ev- I Simons, they average the same amount of points. Uh-huh. Simons shoots uh, right now, he's I like mean, Grant's shooting basically 50% from the field, 49%, over 5% better overall than Anthony. He's averaging um his three-pointers, it's not, you know, he's 5% above him. He's averaging more rebounds, he's averaging a little bit less assists because he plays a different position, but you know, Three to you know, it's not a lot. It's two point seven to four, and he's defensively, he's great. <laughs> like to me, like when I look at who could I, who could the Blazers afford to lose? You know, more to me, I I, I want Grant over Simons, and that's that's just that's just the truth. Like I, lo- it's not saying Simons Man. is bad well, right now.
0: Thanks for listening to the Blazers Focus just... podcast. We are done for the day. <laughs> and,
1: uh... No, okay. I mean, is that crazy? No, I, no, I, no it's not.
0: I mean, the only thing I would say is that the three point shooting for Grant is going to come back down to earth and, and Simons takes a lot more difficult threes. Uh, But yes, I mean, Grant is lighting it up. There's no doubt about that. The, the overall field goal percentage, Grant plays inside, Simons plays outside. So Grant's, you know, getting more dunks and things like that. So that, that helps your percentage. Um, but I, but I, I think there's no doubt. Like, I, I think you're hundred percent right. The second best player on the team is Grant. That's why I say that if they pick a second all-star yeah. behind Dame, it will be Grant <clears throat> at this point. Um, so yeah,
1: another thing is Grant hurts. It hurts. And Grant gets to the foul line, and Simons does it. You know, Grant gets to the foul line six times right a game, and yeah, and Simons is at three. He's going to Grant's, work on that. He's got to. He's got to stop. Right. I mean, you talk about those threes. I'm like, hey, dude, you won the dunk contest. Try it. Right. Like, go. <laughs> get closer. Get to the. Get closer, man. Draw some fouls. Yeah, why, not? why not? Like, I know you can shoot it, but you know it's easier to dunk. And sure. You know, you as long as you make 33 percent of your threes, you just have to make 50 of your of your twos for that to cancel out. But unless you're Nurkic, dunking is easier. So do it, <laughs> like get in there. Um, I just I just think that Grant uh, it, he's just blowing me away uh, with everything he's doing, and I and I think you're right. He can't do much better. You know, what I mean, there's just uh, um, there's still more for Simons to do, um, and I I just. His teammates obviously love him. Um his IQ on the court, it's perfect. So I think that, that uh whenever people like want to do the well, CJ's still better than Simons, I'm like, uh, okay, we can we could debate he's that more, all day. He's, but, more, he's more
0: polished, but if oh, he's means- better I mean,
1: right now I would take if I had a game today, I would take CJ over Simons to win the game today. But you know what I wouldn't do? I wouldn't take I would take Simons and Grant. <laughs> And, over, heart. Oh, and, and heart and over CJ C, and Covington, right? You know like so out, that man. that's where it doesn't matter. So yeah. um yeah, I, this you know, team right now everyone, you know, you read a lot about hey, they should be, you know, when they hit the new year being 18 and 17 wasn't that bad. I'm like it's not that good and they were and <laughs> you know, I mean like I get the fact that they played a lot of road games, a but lot, dude. they but they – home record's not great, you know, and they've, the teams they've beaten, they do beat the teams that they do beat the bad teams, you know, in general. Um, they've done a great job of when they should smack a team, they smack them. Um, even OKC is better than we thought, even though, you know, back to back is not good. Losing both of those was bad. Uh, but you know, Warriors are the best team at home in the, in the league. The way they lost sucked, you know, um, yeah, they're, they're going to have to clean up, your t- move on to the next thing. Like, January's big because after this three-game ro- re- three road trip, you're home and you better exploit it or else you won't be able to use that as your excuse anymore for being right around 500. Okay, so I'm about to make
0: a whole bunch of excuses for them and try and uh, set the table for this month and put out some rays of positivity. First of all, 1917, coming into the season, had we said they'd be 1917 right now, I think people would take that. Uh, The nine and three stars sort of raised expectations artificially and they settled back down to earth. But injuries have been a part of that. Now, you mentioned their home record nine and four, nine and five, excuse me, nine and six. Sorry, of those six losses, four losses were either without Lillard or the two games Lillard got injured in. Now, again, that's an excuse, everyone has injuries, but that means they are nine and two at home when Dame plays and finishes. I don't think that's insignificant, especially with what's coming up this month. At the end of this three-game road trip, which they start Wednesday in Minnesota, they play at Indiana and Toronto, they will come back having played 24 road games against 15 home games. That is a ginormous difference. At the end of January, after they've played 10 home games, or excuse me, after the road trip, they will play 10 of 11 at home. That will put them at 25 home and 25 away which puts them back to even. That's why this stretch is huge because this is the stretch where you make up for all the road games you played. So, if Dame is healthy and looking at their schedule, that 10 of 11 stretch, those 10 hem- home games, they should win no fewer than 7 and maybe get 8. If everyone's healthy, you know, no more losing Nurk, no more losing, you know, Justice, no more losing, you know, Dame or wh- whomever then I think they can make a huge run there. And then we'll know who this team really is. I, I think at the end of this month, if they're, if they're just at 500 still at the end of this month, after playing an equal amount at home and road games, then I think that we can pretty much believe that they're going to be right around 45, 46 wins at best. Um, and that they're going to be struggling to be, or they're going to be a definite play-in team, but not a top six team. If they can win seven or eight of those 10 at home, as I mentioned, then i think you have a chance to leap into at least the top six if not the top four and then you set yourself up for a stretch run where you could probably do some damage as long as you remain healthy um so like i said 19 and 17 not as good as they should have been because had they taken care of business at okc which losing both was unacceptable losing one that's the nba but had they won those games which I mean, for all intents and purposes, they should have maybe twenty-one and fifteen. That's such a huge difference. They'd be they'd be what fourth right now, fourth or fifth. Um, so they got to make up for that in this month, and I think they have a chance to do so.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> you're like, yeah, whatever. That's true. Everything you said is true. But then I mean, I can counter. They, you know, they started the year four and zero, and they won three of those games. <laughs> three of those four, they won. No, uh, they. Were, are there some of them? Are their, their best wins of the year? So um, that's that's a little bit of my worry. And by the way, they they won two of those games with buzzer beaters. So if we're playing this whole, they've also you know, lost buzzer, buzzer beaters though. They've also lost. buzzer beaters. Yeah, I'm is. just saying, you lose, you lose. Like, that's how it is. <laughs> I was just saying, you gotta get healthy. But this is what I did, and and you can do it with me. I went back and said, okay, what's their best win? on at home, and their best wins. Their best wins at home are both in those first four games where they beat Phoenix in overtime and they smoked Denver. Their home wins are not impressive. You know, they beat Minnesota twice. They beat San Antonio. Um, they they lost to the Clippers at home. They lost to Brooklyn at home. Um, they beat Indiana. Not, you know, like, yeah. But we went over that. How many of those losses were without Damien? And that's fine, Four. but like I'm just saying, like they're they have to do it, but they have it They're gonna have to play better, even 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 some of these games without Lillard. You should have won, right? So with Lillard, they're different. They're a different team, absolutely. And what, what, but I don't know how much different. And the West, th- the good news is there are some bad teams that they play, but they have played some you know teams where they sh- you know that you can't lose to the Spurs. Like, it's almost impossible. It's hard to lose to to the Pistons. So, <laughs> like, they're guaranteed wins. Like, you know, right. and they did it. And they took care of business. But, and they should, like, this road trip, they have three games against teams that they should, that they could win. It's hard to win on the road in the NBA. But Minnesota's without their, you know, best player. Indiana's not that good. Toronto's been, you know, super disappointing. And then they, you know, you should be able to beat Orlando at home. Now, Cleveland at home, that's not easy. Dallas at home, not easy. Dallas at home, not easy. At Denver, not easy. Like, you're, they're, to, at, you know, to beat Philly at home, not easy. Like, it, we'll see that. I, I, 100%. I'm just not as confident yet um, to see the best basketball this team played was in the first, you know, uh, two weeks of the season. And so, I hope they can, you know, play that way again. Um and they do have, you know, GP2 to add to it. They will get Winslow back. Um, they will get Nasir back, right? And hopefully you don't lose other guys in the process. Um, but the NBA, injuries affect every team. Um, and you gotta be able to roll with it. So I, I agree at the end of the month, we'll we'll find out if if they're real contenders. I you're get, They're just gonna have to prove it to me. Like right now, if I was a betting man, I would stick with my original thing, which is I think they're gonna they're gonna be a playing team, uh, and that doesn't mean they're a bad team. It just means that they're they're you know they're not top six. And because I will say this, the, the, the dang Warriors are playing without like five of their best players, <laughs> and they somehow are now twenty and eighteen. Is it you know like and when they get Wiggins and Steph back, like. Oh boy, like that team's gonna take they're gonna win a road game right <laughs> at some point right They're gonna win road games uh, So you're gonna be battling some teams. I mean I, I told you I didn't believe in the jazz. I don't think that's gonna be a problem in the end and you know the the kings are you know the kings are fighting me right like I didn't believe in the Kings they're fighting me and maybe they'll be all right but yeah so West is no joke. I, I agree well,
0: you have to be able to roll. With the punches when your your stars get hurt, but that also means <clears throat> that when your stars are, are healthy, you have to make those runs if you're legit. You gotta and, go. and every team yep. that's made a run towards the top four, and it seems like half the NBA has been in the top half the West has been in the top four at some point this season, or more than half the West. Uh, they make runs when they're healthy and they they rattle off eight nine wins out of 10, 11 games. And the Blazers need a run like that right now uh, to cement themselves as a top six. Contender. I mean, right now they're only a half game out of the top six, despite all yeah. the problems, and so that's why I feel like they're in a pretty good position. But you're right. I mean, they have to prove. And the it.
1: Sun, the Suns and Warriors are in the play-in right now. Like, right. come on, that, who that, picked that? Right. Who picked that? But, but why? You didn't pick that. Well, no, but why?
0: Because I mean, well, the warriors, injured, yes. the warriors weren't, but the Warriors weren't playing well even when Curry was healthy. No. Right? So they were struggling anyway, but you figured they were going to figure it out at some point. And then, and then Phoenix got hit by, by injuries, and so they fell off. They were number one just a couple weeks ago, it seemed like. Yep. So it's just a crazy wild, wild west, and now it's the Blazers' chance. Like I said, this is it. This is the month where you, gotta go. you got you to, you know, you, you talked about the tough games. You got Dallas at home twice. You got to split that. You know, you got Philly at home, and you got Cleveland at home. You got to split that. If you split those four, the rest of them, you're going to be favored big time, and you should be able to take care of those. And if they can't, That at the end of January we're gonna be sitting here going, man, they're gonna be ninth or tenth, right? (laughs) And then they're gonna maybe get bounced. I'll make one road trip in the playoffs and it'll be over. (laughs) So they gotta prove it. And I just, I just have a feeling that when they're whole, they're gonna be pretty dangerous. Uh, One thing we gotta get to. I know you. Wait, wait. One quick note. I I typed in here their last victory over a team that currently has a winning record is Indiana at home on December (laughs) fourth. All their other wins, they've had only six since, and they were all against losing teams. Some of the worst teams in the NBA, like Detroit and Charlotte and Houston, were three of them, and then Minnesota and then San Antonio. Won, so four wins, two, four of the worst teams in the league. Um, so their next that's opportunity at a, at a victory over a team with a, that currently has a winning record is Indiana again on Friday. So yeah, you're right. They 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 haven't had. You just made the you made my point better than I made my point. <clears throat> but no, I I agree <laughs> with your point. But at the same yeah. time, they weren't you know. They didn't play a ton of winning. No, That's what so I mean. You, you year, but yeah, we agree. We agree on that.
1: That was better. Okay, I, we got. I know. Factor. You're up against it, factor we got to get uh, to factor. factor Fentress, okay. and I'm interested because um, this is one where you're making a correction. Is that right? I'm calling it that? a market correction. You know, somehow sometimes stocks get out of hand, and you know the
0: Dow is way too high, and it's got to it's got a tumble. You know, it's coming, right? Uh, OK, so I made a fact of ventures here a while ago saying that by the end of January that uh, and, and and this was prior to the six game road trip they went on, that by the end of January, they will be top two in the West. <laughs> so now I make a little bit of a market correction because they lost those two OKC games. I had them going four and two on that trip. They went two and four. And those two right, OKC opposite, losses right? just yeah. Ruined everything, all my plans for them. So now I'm just gonna adjust it a little bit, and say that they'll be top four by the end of January. They're only two games out of Dallas right now. Who's fourth? They're only three and a half out of third. Or they're only four games out of second. But I'm just gonna go top four. I think they're. I think they're gonna. I think they're coming together. GP two back is huge, and I do think that home that home run is gonna be very favorable to them. And I think when January ends. They'll be at least fourth in the West.
1: Yeah, so I'm not saying it's it's crazy. I'm just saying it's it's not going to happen. I don't. I just don't. I just don't see it. I see no. these records so bunk. I don't think they're better than the Nuggets. I don't think they're better than the Grizzlies. I don't think they're better than the Pelicans. I don't believe they're better than the Mavericks. So you're going to have to jump one of those, and you're going to have to stop. No, that's you're one, gonna have two, to and stop four. The, you door. Know
0: oh, go ahead. You mentioned,
1: you, you mentioned. That's three. one, two, three, and four. Oh, you. <laughs> you gotta get. Did you mention Pelicans? I'm sorry. I named. I'm sorry. Yep. My bad. And and right behind you is the Suns and the Warriors. So, I and so I don't see you being able to jump all of them. I you know how I feel about the Kings and look at the Clippers ever get george and leonard to play like seven games in a row together they'll go they'll they'll go five and two you know like in your hose so uh yeah i just a healthy clippers team are you better than them no um now are they ever going to be healthy great question a healthy Suns team right now i mean booker's out for a month right so you gotta hope you can hold them off uh in that sense but i i look the warriors are crazy i mean they're 17 and two at home they're three and 16 away. Like that's not going to remain. So I, uh, no, I don't see it, but I, I hope so. I mean, I hope that they, cause you're basically saying they're going to, they're going to win 70% of their games to do that in a way, or sick, you know, at least 60% of their games to jump. Um, cause you're right. They're not that far behind. I mean, they're, they're only two games behind the Mavs. The thing with the Mavs is, you know, I think they've underperformed. So, I don't think that they're playing. I don't think twenty-two and sixteen is above the Mavericks' head. Right. I think they they're probably a little better than that. And I know the Warriors are better than than twenty and eighteen, and I know the Suns are better than twenty and eighteen. Right. I got no belief in the Kings. <laughs> I'll say, even though I'm gonna have to keep believing it because they got a forward playing with one hand scored <laughs> scored thirty-five a night. So maybe I should shut up because <laughs> you know, uh, Sabonis is am, amazing so but. But yeah, it'll, it'll, uh, if it doesn't happen in January, you're probably not going to say that again, right? No, you're not gonna come they, up, no, they,
0: yeah, no, <laughs> in February, they're going to get there. This, this is the month they have to, market correction number be. three. Now, Dal- Dal- yeah, exactly. They're going to be top 10. No, Dallas and Memphis each have eight road games this month. This is sort of part of my equation is that other teams are chasing have a lot of road games this month. That's, and they've had very few compared to the Blazers coming into this month. So that's part of my equation here is that that stuff's starting to balance out. And so the Blazers will have a chance to make some headway as long as they remain healthy and as long if they if, like I said at home when Dame is healthy, they're 9 and 2. And so if they can replicate that, they
1: got a chance. There's not one team in the West that's over 500 on the road. There's two teams, the Nuggets are 10 and 10, the Clippers are 10 and 10. There's not one team. That's insane. And the Blazers are 10 and 11, which ain't bad. Yep. No, it's not.
0: And, I mean, and they're, everyone's thir- they're 13
1: and 12 right. in the conference. The Kings are 8 and 9. The Grizzlies are 8 and 10. Pelicans are 7 and 10. I mean, everybody is... Everyone... That's mediocrity, right? Like, when you can't... When teams can't play at the same level... I don't know. Well, who are they losing? If they're, lo-
0: if they're all losing to each other, and because it's such a deep, deep conference, then it's parity. It's not mediocrity.
1: No, that's what I'm saying. That's it's right now. It's it's a lot of parity, and at some at, at some point, I keep thinking it's going to separate. Right? I keep thinking it's going to separate. But you know, before the the year started, I would have included the eighth and ninth teams, the Suns and the Warriors, as two of the teams that I would be betting. You know, I would have, I would have put. Warriors, Suns, Nuggets, and Grizzlies in my top four. Right, and it still I think could, I did. It still could be that. Look what look, it what, could be. look what Brooklyn's but, doing.
0: <laughs> Kyrie yeah. came back from suspension, and for the first time in three years, he's actually focused on being an NBA basketball player. And they look unbeatable. And so you know, when, when teams are healthy and ready to go, that's when they make their runs. But everyone's dealing with injuries. Blazers have as well. They're healthy now. They're about to be healthy when even more so, and they're going to make their runs. Book it. Dee By the
1: way, there's uh the the Knicks are 11 8 on the road. I'm just saying, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. Okay, one, so more, more one more, one more quick factor, Ventris. Oh, you got two. No, I can't,
0: I can't. I can't do this one because we don't know about the minutes restriction yet on, on Gary. I was going to make a Gary okay. pay minutes restriction, but I can't do that because he's a uh, minutes prediction. But we can't do that because he's under restriction. So,
1: all right. Anything else? We got anything else to talk about? No, you you I want to be careful about your deadline. We're right on it, man. We pulled it off. Yeah, we, got we it did. Under the under the belt.
0: We did. So, all right. Well, yeah. we'll we'll uh we'll come back next week after this three-game trip and uh talk about where they sit. Hopefully they can get two out of three on this. That would really help my cause, right? I'm I'm banking on those 10 of 11 Definitely. at home. If they can win two out of three on this trip, that now you got a chance to maybe win 10-11 games this month. So, hopefully they'll have a good trip. They could-
1: Go ahead. They come back one and two. We're gonna have market correction. <laughs> right right,
0: right <laughs> No, I'm kinda I'm kinda of banking market I'm, I'm kinda of banking one and two as part of my prediction. Two and one elevates uh my chances of winning that uh, that um, factor ventures. And I, I consider it a winner or a loss. All right. We're done. Thanks for joining. We're done. Me. And you too, Us. listeners. Thanks for Huh? No, I was talking (laughs) to you, Craig. Craig, thanks for joining me. Oh, that was
1: nice. You're never that polite to me. I got caught
0: off guard. Craig, thanks for joining me. (laughs) Listeners, thanks for joining us (laughs) on the Blazer Focus podcast, our first one of 2023. Hope you had a happy new year. Hope you have a great year. We hope the Blazers have a great year as well to keep things entertaining around here. Uh, Please click that subscription button and give us a five-star rating. That'd be awesome. And we will be back next week to talk more about these very interesting and never dull blazers.